Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Sipping my coffee. Yeah. Mm. Taking little uh, sips little of coffee. Little Sippy Dave, that's what they call me. Mm, yep, teeny, teeny little Sippy Dave, hey, as, as you are known. Hi, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched the menu. The menu. The menu. That C-menu. sounds like a. That sounds like a. I don't know, like a medication that'll cause like massive diarrhea. Oh yeah, it sounds like a medication where it's a two-minute commercial and ninety-eight seconds of it is a list of all the side effects. This menu. The pictures. They're of us. This guest list. How do they get this? It's not good. This entire evening. Jesus Christ. This is just theater. It's stagecraft. We're leaving. No. Has been painstakingly planned. This is real, isn't it? What the hell is going on? Okay. <laughs> so this movie kind of snuck out. We we covered like one of the trailers, of the trailers on Hypecast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is um this is coming from comedy people. This is yet another horror movie where it's you look them up and you're like, oh, they wrote for the Onion and like you know like random, uh, uh, yeah, uh, comedy sites and stuff. It's produced by uh, Farrell and McKay too. So right, it's one of the ones that for people like us in our industry, it's just like, I come on, I worked for Cracked. Give me a movie. Like, what's going on here? Why are all these Why are all these comedy uh, uh, freaks getting movies? Uh, I mean, good for them. I'm happy for them. Tom, how did you like the menu? Oh, I thought this movie was pretty great. I loved this movie. I really <laughs> thought this movie was great. Here's here's an interesting thing, though, Dave. I'm looking up a Wikipedia. Do you know who was originally attached to this film was Alexander Payne? Whoa! Like the, I don't, I'm the, kind of glad it, he didn't do it, to be honest. Yeah. So, like the the director, we say it's a, a comedy person, was not the writer. Like this, no, this no, script I, was I was on talking the about the writers. The oh, writers okay. are comedy the writers people. Are, yeah, oh, they they're are. like okay. the Onion and shit like that. Yeah, the director has done some things, but isn't like a. Uh, I don't want to say not a remarkable director because he made this movie that is quite good. Oh, I see. Uh, it's Mark Mark Mylod. I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, directs yeah. on Succession. Oh, okay, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was uh, I was setting up the fact that we haven't covered this movie enough. While ever watching it, I'm like, man, I wish I was shouting at the hills for people to see this movie. Not that I w- was, you know, I couldn't have possibly known what it was going to be, but uh, what a cathartic, beautiful film! <laughs> mm-hmm. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, what a what a nihilistic fire uh, <laughs> of just yeah. like if you've ever worked in a kitchen or any service job, this movie is a uh, you know, a bit satisfying. <laughs> it's a bit satisfying. I also like that this movie is also about taking the piss out of really um, pretentious creatives as well. Yes. So it's not it's not just about 
oh, people just take and take and take from creative uh, people and they don't and, and, and people in the service industry and stuff and they don't give any regard to these people. But then also we get the reverse side of it where it's Ray Fiennes as the chef is a comment on artistic types who have yes gone so far up their own asshole that yes. it's just like <laughs> it's perfect for yeah. that reason because this movie uh, all right so this movie could have very easily run into a problem because 99% of the characters you're not on the side of any of them uh they give you one character that you're like I want that person to make it uh and that's it uh spoilers for this movie obviously um yeah. This, so this is about, you've probably seen the trailer, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy going to this island with Nicholas Holt, uh, who appears to be her boyfriend, uh, but she's clearly a replacement for someone else mm-hmm. uh, that they make very clear. And it's fancy-ass island where you experience this m- multiple-course meal by this, yeah, uh, by Ray Fiennes, this pretentious-ass fucking chef, celebrity chef. And uh, Nicholas Holt is like losing his shit over it. He's he's a foodie. He's like he seems like the only person there who like really who's like a fanboy. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just ridiculously rich. It's a small group of people, and as the meal progresses, it becomes more and more sinister. At the same time, Anya Taylor Joy, they realize the people on the island realize she wasn't supposed to be there, and they seem to get more and more concerned about that that everybody lives and sleeps and farms on the island. The island right away, like is presented kind of cult. Like it's, it's a perfect, you know, like kitchen. It's not, it's not a, obviously not a realistic portrayal of your average kitchen. I've worked in many kitchens from yeah. trash diners to fancy restaurants. Uh, that, the whole yes chef thing. I think that's something that's just getting popular now. I don't think it's honestly that, but the point is that since they also kind of live like a commune, it like amplifies that culture. Mm-hmm. So they're all, they all seem very terrifying. And then slowly as the meal progresses, it becomes more and more sinister and clear that they are all going to die. <laughs> and they just say, they just tell them that. Yeah. Ray Fiennes just says it. Yeah. After like the yeah. second course, he calls on Taylor joy in the kitchen. He's like, okay, we can't figure out who you are. Um, so I want to know if you're with us or with them. Um, we're all going to die. Everyone's going to die. Yeah. But I just want to know wh- which side of the room you want to be on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's the, the casual way he just tells her. <laughs> it's so good. Ray Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy and, and <clears throat> Nicholas Holt, they're all fucking firing on all cylinders. Because yeah. as, as it progresses, Nicholas Holt clearly doesn't seem to care that people are dying. And it's He's this not surprised where you're by like, it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wait. What's going on? Right. You, they reveal later that he has been in communication with this chef and knew coming to the island that he and everybody were going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just loves him so much and is such a super fan and and thinks of himself as this real intellectual uh, uh, consumer of of food. Uh, right. But really, he just is. It doesn't know anything about anything. Um, yeah. I I like that the the way they portray him is sort of just that he might be so aloof and so up his own ass that he's just not Not realizing what what's happening or not like allowing himself to realize it but then yes we we learn that he is in on he knows what's happening yeah the first Um, the first thing that happens that well they put people's like secrets on uh uh on a on on tortillas uh, tortillas. for taco tuesday and uh 
for Taco Tuesday. And for some of them, it's like this, these tech bros and they're learning like their embezzling scheme is on it. And they're like, holy shit. For others, for Nicholas Holt, and they just took pictures of him taking pictures of, of the meal food, yeah. when he was told specifically not <laughs> to. Explicitly told not to do that. Yeah. Um, um, and his the wind is so tick because he just wants he wants to he's okay. he just wants to be liked. He just he, wants he, he wants to he wants to, to be seen yeah. and recognized by Ray Fiennes. Yeah. So like rather than just explaining the plot of the movie, I'd like to uh, yeah. like because Anya Taylor Joy. What happens is she gets recognized. And what we learn about Anya Taylor-Joy is she is a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why Ray Fine sees her and he's he's like, I think you're one of us. Yeah. Because what becomes clear is that, uh, yeah, I don't want to explain the whole movie, but I do want to explain the, the yeah, point Yeah, we've got to get the broad What becomes so, yeah. clear is that everybody who was invited to this one meal are people who represent what Ray Fine's scenes is his own destruction. He There's a food critic who actually loves him but she's shut down so many other restaurants. Um, there's and a which, regular couple. And what couple. she says is just bullshit too. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's wonderful. The lines yeah. they gave her. Yeah, her she's critique, so good. Yeah. Her, so fucking good. Her, her magazine editor is also. They're yeah. so. I. They were two of my favorites. They <laughs> were so good. So good. The other is like rich husband and wife who go there all the time, and his complaint is like, you don't even fucking know what you're eating here. You take this place so for granted. Um. Uh. There's a. Uh, the tech, the tech guys who work for the company that owns the the the, the restaurant, the restaurant and the island. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that he's under the thumb of. And then, of course, John Leguizamo is my favorite. He was so, John he was so like, good. It's so good. He's like, I'm. He's an actor, a famous actor, and he's like, why am I here? And it's simply because Ray Fine saw a movie of his and he didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> wasted his day. Yeah, it was his first day off in months, and he saw his movie. <laughs> Paging Dr. Sunshine, yeah. and he hated it. And that is the reason why <laughs> he is called John Leguizamo there. So and there's good. such a good beat when he tells the story, uh, and Ray Fiennes is so excellent in this movie. Um, yeah. But he tells the story with such powerful emotion, such profound sadness about going to see yeah. Paging Dr. Sunshine. It's so perfect. And, um, then, and then the his part assistant. that made the audience <laughs> pop was the assistant. Yeah. This is like, well, why am I here? And and he, you could tell he almost like doesn't, he hadn't thought of a reason yet. Yeah. And he says, where did you go to school? And she goes, Brown. And he goes, did you go on scholarship? And she's and like, a, no. Nope. He asks if you have student loans. And she says, student loans. no. She says, no. And he goes, I'm sorry, you're going to die tonight. So, yeah, you died. Yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect. So good. I think that's uh, everyone, aside from Holt and Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, so Nicholas Holt, what we kind of learn is that uh, he hates the foodie culture, basically. Like, he hates Nicholas Holt because he's like, you're, like, obsessive, but you don't actually, like, know the work. So what he does to Nicholas Holt is uh, he destroys him. Yeah. He says, he says you're, you know everything. You're like a little chef. I'm going to give you a little chef outfit. I'm going to write your name on it. Writes his okay, name on now, it, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, now cook something. And he can't. And he cooks something that's terrible. And he and he's like, oh, they, oh yeah, every meal is presented to the audience, to us, mm-hmm. in this little title screen. And so it's like every meal comes on and with like what it is and the ingredients. And when it's his, it's Tyler's bullshit. Yeah, Tyler's bullshit. Inedible vegetables, <laughs> yeah. undercooked lamb. Uh, and then he leans in and says something to Holt, Nicholas Holt, yep. that just clearly destroys him. And he walks out of the room and hangs himself with his own necktie. Yep. 
Perfect. Um, it's yeah. So like that whole like he's kind of like he represents a certain type of fan slash armchair critic who's like knows the ins and outs and everything about a thing, but doesn't actually possess the talent or the ability to engage in that thing. Right. And as um, you're probably yeah. noticing, none of these people deserve to die. No, uh, it's no. this whole movie is kind of a heightened reality. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they get away with a lot of really like, for example, they, you like, one of the things that always bugs me about movies like these is the question, why aren't they trying harder to escape? And they try a little bit. And then at one point, Ray Fiennes even says, why aren't you all trying harder to escape? And there's this level of, in everybody's performance, like a level of guilt where everybody like almost feels like they deserve to be punished. And he points that out uh, where like no one is trying that hard. And also like, what can they do? Like they've surrounded the room with people. Any attempt has been like met with swift punishment. At one point, they do a bit where they let all the men run for it. And they just catch them all. And that's that, that was one of my favorite jokes in the movie. It's the yeah. Food Critics Magazine editor is hiding in the chicken coop. And yeah. it looks like he's in a pretty good hiding space. And then like the little hutch door opens and one of the servers just reaches a plate. And it's like, congratulations, here's your special meal for the last person caught. And it's yeah, like this and little he, hard-boiled egg. <laughs> yeah, and then he just looks for a second and, and then and he, he just, just takes, takes it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think... That's so funny. Part of... That it's not necessarily well. It is part of uh, an element of it is they're all sort of feeling guilty and feel like maybe they do deserve to be here. But it's also like they're all kind kind of cowards. They're all so yes. insulated by their world. They're so insulated that they are helpless. Like they can't actually right. help themselves. Like this a guy is super super rich. Yeah, like one guy, one of the tech bros picks up a chair and starts trying to wail his way through the window, and it's like you could have demolished half of the. People, half of the people keeping right. you captive with that chair if you wanted and then to. The, the woman is just, I'll take that chair. Yeah, back I'll take it here. Let me help you back to your seat, sir. Because yeah. they do it. They're so polite the whole time, which is part of the the dynamic. The dynamic, the, the point that Ray Fiennes is basically having here is like, it's a perfect timing for this because it's post-pandemic, but it's on everybody's minds, which is like, there's a part in the beginning where Nicholas Holt like starts talking to one of the chefs. And the chef knows his name. And he's like, you know my name? And he's like, yeah, we know everybody. And he walks away. And Anya Taylor's joy is like, you didn't ask him his name. And that's kind of sums it up, which is like the, they fetishize what these people do, but they don't actually care about any of the people. And it's about the service jobs and mm-hmm. how much service jobs. Because, yeah, they do. They work. The, the point of like they all work on the island and they're saying like we go to bed at 2 a.m. and wake up at 6 a.m. And that is not unusual honestly for if you work in a fucking high pressure no yeah if you, if you get a close open at a restaurant yeah and they do a morning shift even if they don't do a morning shift you, if they just do lunch you have to get up that early to do prep so if you do a close yeah, exactly. open you're going home at two and you have to be back in the restaurant at like five or six yeah, yeah i remember working the sunday morning shift and it was the most <laughs> it was the most depressing shift because it was just a parade of hangovers oh yeah <laughs> um yeah but um, no, but this is supposed to be like, yeah, that, but like times a hundred is the whole point. So like these service staff, they're so polite and they're, they're so cordial because that's their job. But the whole time they're, they've trapped them and they're like, and we're going to kill you all. And There's... it's the richest of the richest. And so it represents like the perfect clash between service and customer, right? Is these are the worst versions of the customer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also an element of the social contract, which is in a lot of horror movies. 
Yeah. Um, but I, it's when they using the restaurant environment where there is a very strict social con- contract to how you behave in a restaurant, um, especially right. how, how you behave in a fancy restaurant. Like there's you like right. you actually if you're not used to it um, and it, this comes out a lot more in like Nicholas Holt's character. Who's like, so like you actually feel like pressure and get like scared about doing like breaking etiquette somehow. Yeah. So there's a lot of like them feeling like they're the, the social contract is like a shield. It's like, oh, well, we will just be polite and they'll let us leave. Or we'll just like, they, they eke it out in less obvious ways at first. Like when they do the bread course that doesn't actually have any bread, it's just dipping sauce. Yeah, and, and they're then, like, oh, how delightful, yeah, you know, well, like... Uh, well, the tech bros are like, okay, cut the shit, just bring us some bread. Yeah. And uh, Elsa, who is, like, Ray Fine's second-in-command, who is, an, like, one of my favorite characters as well. She's we haven't great. talked about yet. Yeah, she fucking rules. Yeah. Um, she's just like, no. No, you can't have yeah. bread. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then she leans in and whispers, what is it? Uh, you, will, like, you will eat... You will eat less than you desire and more than you deserve is what yeah. she says. <laughs> and walks away and the guy is just staring. Haunted, yeah. So it's yeah. like when they they sort of <sighs> don't behave according to the so when when the staff doesn't behave according to the social contract, like these people are completely helpless. They have no idea what to do. Yeah. And at first it's all brushed off as oh, this is an experience. It's part of the experience, the, yeah. Yeah. Like there it's a very strict experience and that's why they're doing all this. Um, and so like the first thing that happens is that's that like shocks people is one of the chefs, uh, what's, oh, it's someone's mess is the name of the meal. No, it's just called the mess. And it's, the uh, mess. the, the sous, chef. sous chef's name was Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> and it's, he, he, uh, Dave, he s- brings him up. Dave, he spoke in class today. It's <laughs> exactly good, what good happened. Solid reference. <laughs> it is exactly what happened. Spoilers. Jeremy blows his brains out in front sure of everybody. Does. Uh, by like Ray Fines takes him and presents him and explains who Jeremy is and like Jeremy will never be as good as me and like d- explains like Jeremy's like deep seated fucking personal fears uh, and then Jeremy blows his brains out and some people are like holy fuck that's real and other people are like oh it's part of the thing it's a squib you know like there's like a plausible deniability at first and then it gets to a point where it's like okay no we can't but because they don't like explicitly say it they just are slowly ramping it up Mm -hmm. and that's part of how you realize there's no getting out of it which is what i really like is my the so we mentioned where they all go running out the introduction to that is ray fines introduces a another sous chef another sous chef and is like this is her meal and she introduces she speaks and says that ray fines tried to fuck her twice and she refused his advances and then he ignored her afterwards and like it's his fucking dirty laundry mm-hmm. and then he and then he comes up and they it's like a whole presentation she stabs him in the thigh and he apologizes and looks her in the eyes and that's when you realize like these are true believers like oh, yeah. there's no because then they start ta- when they they take all the ladies inside and all the men have to run and when all the ladies are inside they're with the sous chef and like one of them try like this film critic tries to be like, you know, you I could get your own at restaurant. You know, we just can't kill everybody. And the sous chef's like, oh, that was my idea. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, part. I'm actually really proud of it. <laughs> yeah, but I do like how like, so you realize like there's no negotiating. The food critic t- and oh man, this is where so, so, so some of the lovely satire beats where it's still like it's a lot to do with the the social contract and and the classism of it, where yeah. it's like 
the food critic takes a bite of of the sous chef's uh dish and it's like oh this is this is really good i quite like this and she says to her it's like well there was a time when that actually would have meant a lot to me uh and then she, the sous chef starts crying and then all the rest of the women around the table like start eating it's like oh it's yeah. really good like it's, it's like good, they, it's good they try to like lift her up <laughs> yeah, they try to make her her kidnapper feel better about herself because yeah. <laughs> it is it, the whole thing is, is still this fancy dinner mm-hmm. uh uh, there's something it, it's about it's very much like when the guy blows his brains out he does it on a tarp and they put down all and then they wrap him up quickly and take him away yeah. so there's no mess like they, all the messes get cleaned up very fast uh is part of the whole thing um something about the the jeremy bit was ray fines explains that jeremy has basically dedicated his whole life to this craft and he's like and he will never be great he will never be as good as i yeah. am he will never be great so he's dedicated his whole life to being okay, like good right. enough to be in a kitchen, but not good enough to be the best. Uh, and and he's so it's like illustrating kind of what goes into that obsessive pursuit and sort of like, and that's kind of like the root of what the whole reason Ray finds has lost his mind is like, yeah, I've, yeah. he's like, I've did the same thing Jeremy did. Um, I am me. Like I did hit that top, that upper echelon. I am a great famous chef. Um, and he's like, Jeremy, do you, are you happy with your life? He's and he says, no, it's like, do you want my life? Not my position or not my status. Do you want my life? And Jeremy says, no. Yeah. So it's like both of our lives fucking suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's where that's, yeah. So we, the, a character we haven't talked about is um, uh, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's character mm-hmm. uh, and how she relates to all this. Because she specifically is there kind of to uh, bounce off of Ray Fine's character. Because she's not supposed. she was never supposed to be there. She is a sex worker. She is on the job, is what we learn. She's yeah. pissed at Nicholas Holt when she learns that he knew she was going to die by being yeah. here. And the only reason so- he hired her was because Ray Fine's won't sit single people they have to yes. be at least two to a table yeah. and so ray fine sees her immediately like you think like why are they all staring at her and what you realize they're not staring at her because they're like an outsider or like we don't like her they're staring at her because they're like i wish she wasn't here because i feel bad right, like that's sort yeah. of it is like ray fines takes her aside at the beginning he's like you shouldn't be here and again it seems like it's like a snooty like you don't belong with these rich people in us but it's really him saying like you like I wish you weren't here because you don't deserve to die. Essentially, yeah. I had a very specific plan for the person whose place you're taking. Yeah, like that was part of the the menu. And so now that she's there, he's like, "You have to die." That's unfortunate, but yeah. Uh, do you want to die as a service worker or as a uh, basically as a taker or as a giver? Uh, and he goes, he fluctuates a little bit. At first, he's like, "You are a, you are a giver. You're one of us. So go do this. Go get this barrel." that um, Elsa forgot uh, from the smokehouse and he trusts her and you can tell he like, he knows that she's going to probably try some shit. Yeah. Uh, But he, uh, it's like a test more than anything. And she goes out and obviously she starts sneaking around. She goes into his personal house. Elsa confronts her and Elsa is clearly just jealous that she was given a task and is like, you're not going to replace me and Mm -hmm. tries to, tries to kill her. And Anya Taylor-Joy kills Elsa instead. She goes into Ray Fine's personal room and finds all these pictures of him early. And the one 
and the, I guess I, th- I believe the pattern is that in all the pictures of him getting success, he's not smiling until she finds the first picture of his first job uh, flipping burgers. At Hamburger Howie's, yeah. Yeah. And he looks like so happy. And he looks really happy. And, and so this movie is really efficient when it comes to plot because that's the other thing is most of this movie is just them... Most of the movie's the dinner. Undergoing there's about, the there's dinner. About, like, there's about 10 minutes of buildup where the, it's, the movie starts with everybody already on the pier getting ready to get on the boat. And then there's yeah. a, maybe 10 minutes. And then it's just the meal. Like, the whole movie's the meal. Yeah. And you wonder, like, one of my big things I was wondering is, Anya Taylor-Joy is going to get out of this, right? Like, it would be a cruel movie for her to die, too. Uh, and so I knew, like, of out of everything that's going to happen, she's going to get out because they've introduced her sympathetically. She's not supposed to be here. But the question, how is she going to leave? You kind of, you kind of sit there and you're like, I I don't know, man. And when she kills Elsa, you think like, Oh no, is this going to be just like die hard where she's running around? That doesn't seem right. You know? Yeah. That's not, Um, yeah. But then she sees this picture of him and then she gets the barrel and comes back because, Oh, she uses a radio. So she thinks like, okay, I called the cops and now I'm coming back. The cop turns out to just be in on it, which is yeah, a delightful yeah. scene. Very funny scene. Yeah. Yeah. But so she comes back and, and again, most of the movie you're sitting there like, man, we we're getting to the end here. How is she going to get away? Uh, and the way they do it is perfect. It, it, she uses everything we're talking about with Ray Fiennes against him in terms of how he is a bitter uh, husk of what he once was, how he is like, pretentious one of the things that's been happening with her character is she's not eating she doesn't like any of the food she doesn't find it particularly well, it's all impressive it's all, it's all bullshit it's all like really it's pretentious really, bullshit it's so pretentious there's like barely any actual food in any of the courses it's just all yeah. this presentation and and uh nicholas holt keeps telling her to like Oh, just he calls her like a child uh, and a dodo and stuff. So you just need to sit in. Ex- it's the concept. It's the experience. Right. So it's like just these people just sucking themselves off. Yeah, it's, like, it's these little like when they is, do the, the bread without bread. It's yeah, all these little sauce dabs. Tiny little and he's sauce eating dabs. The dabs. Like, oh, this is so good. This is so yeah. brilliant. And it's like you spent twelve hundred dollars a seat for this meal, and he's feeding you nothing. It's just right. this, this crap. Yeah, and this this gets to the that's what I love about this movie, and it's not just anybody who worked a service job, but it's very restaurant specific. Where it's the point of the movie at the end is also like food is supposed to be good, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not supposed to be art. It's something you eat. Um, it, it's something that sustains you that you just like. Uh, the best food in the world isn't going to be a you know thousand dollar dish. It's, yeah, that it's you have to be like, something hear, like you a get for backstory $5. for and like under do all these mental gymnastics and like understand uh, fucking Greek mythology and, yeah. and connect all these dots. It's like no, just like it's food. It's food. It's the one of the most basic things we do. We eat food because we need to to live. Right, uh, and, and you then could we extend that yeah. to art. Yes, like no, or to entertainment. Yes, in general. Yeah, I, that, I think that's what this movie is about. A partial partially what it's it's the other side of of what it's about like we mentioned earlier it's that people who are creative yeah art and 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 creativity is 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 great and valuable and important and it's an expression of of the human experience um it's also entertainment 
So like exactly. you have to like it's, remember that sometimes. Yeah. Music <laughs> is something that's supposed to play in a room to entertain people, you know? Yeah. Uh, a book is supposed to be an, an an interesting story. A movie is supposed to be an interesting story. Like it's, you right. know, um a painting is supposed to evoke some sort of emotion from you, you know? Uh it's not and supposed like, to be just super super dense uh i mean i know that's the history of or like paintings are a little bit different because there's you know so much history behind it um well i guess not not any different from anything else um but anyway the point is is when you start blowing yourself over the artistry of something it's like you forget its purpose and what drew you to it in the first place and what what excited you about it in the first place what made you want to create things for other people to experience and and it's and it's and it's taking the piss out of the entire ecosystem. Like yes. for film, for example, we're in this ecosystem, right? Yeah, we are. Like they they're taking the piss out of cr- film critique and the idea of yeah, people talking about how brilliant a film is uh, that maybe is like some d- fucking depressing ass Cronenberg that's like yeah, but this isn't fun, you know? Yeah, and some people a, it's like not fun. A pleasant experience. Yeah, it's taking the piss out of super fans, out of people who are like, "This is incredible! This is amazing!" It, it's oh, doing, you just it's don't doing get all the it. things. Yeah, you just don't yeah. get it. It's like, all right. It's it's even taking the piss out of the people on the other side of the spectrum, like the husband and wife who just take it for granted, who are just there to eat uh, and think, don't give a shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's also like consuming a status, but that's also more so yes. the, more so the tech bros, I think. Yeah, the tech bros as well, where it's like not appreciating like the people behind it and that it was made by people and like what, yeah, what has gone into it uh, and just taking it all for granted. So it, it, it takes the entire spectrum and takes the piss out of it. And it, to the point that nobody is sort of left standing, like, uh, well, no, that the one person is left standing, standing spoilers Anya Taylor joy makes it out of this movie. And the way she does, I, I love because this whole time I'm like, okay, she hasn't picked up a knife. She hasn't found a weapon. How's she going to get it out of this? So she calls him out at the end. Uh, and she says, like, I want to send all this back. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, I hated this meal. I hated it. Uh, it, it, I, it wasn't, it was pretentious. It was, you know, it, like, well, she basically say, says what we're saying, right? Yeah. And it's also not out of nowhere. Because, like, throughout the movie, no, she's, she's not, not eating. She's not eating. Movie. And Ray finds is, like, clearly troubled by this, which is funny. Um, and it is what it it plants this idea. So this is earned. It's not just oh she yeah. found the magic thing that defeats the the genie yeah. or like she said the right nursery rhyme to beat no. Freddy Krueger. It's because the idea he's very oh, con- he approaches her a couple of times throughout the movie and it's like ge- you can tell he's like genuinely hurt that she's not eating anything. And he's yeah, like I, because- I want to understand why you're not eating because even in the middle of this huge pageant of murder, like it's a murder suicide he's committing, but he's still like the artist, the chef within him is still concerned that she's not enjoying anything he's making. Yeah. I think this is supposed to actually be his greatest meal. Like that's part of the idea, which is that I am going to kill all these people because they destroyed me. But the meal I make is going to be good. He still believes in his art. Yes. Right. And so the fact that she is not consuming it is like really bothering him because he's just like, yeah, you're, like above all else, you're supposed to at least fucking eat it. And like all, while we're torturing and killing you, the food is still good. That's the point is the whole time. The food is delicious. And her just calling him out and being like, I don't like the food. It's pretentious. There's not much of it. And at the end, she's like, and we're going to die. And I'm still fucking starving. And he, and he says, well, what would you have? What would you want? And she goes, a cheeseburger. 
And she's like, not some fucking, not some like artsy cheeseburger that like. Well, she also, yeah, she also calls him out for not having passion, not having passion anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you, you cook with obsession, not with love is what she says. Yes. Yes. And so she's like, I want a fucking cheeseburger and not some, not some artsy cheeseburger, just a good old cheeseburger and he and this is one of those chef things that i've experienced personally like when they're like oh challenge accepted like chefs love this when you're like i want this and i want it to be delicious his, and they're like absolutely his performance in just so good the look on his face when she asks for the cheeseburger is like one of the best performance moments i've seen recently yes like it's almost entirely in his eyes but like his face completely softens and you see like you actually see his eyes light up it's like such a good performance it is um it's it's the fucking uh, ratatouille moment it's when the cold critic takes a bite of the ratatouille it's like yeah oh shit that's right that's why i do this right (laughs) uh it's yeah it's a it's a perfect plan because again you don't think about it you don't think like again i i kept sitting here being like what is she arming herself and it's just with a little bit of knowledge that's such simple writing uh and so he makes her this cheeseburger with with fries puts it on a paper plate and gives it to her and she's just like that that is a great cheeseburger and then she and they have this connection she says unfortunately my arm eyes are bigger than my stomach can i get this to go and he's like, oh, sure. And he gives her a to-go box and she leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perfect because it is like solving a riddle. But it's basically him, her doing one thing to make him realize, like, you get it. You you are you need to continue into the world because you understand you like she it, it's just such a good moment. And then she just leaves and she looks back at the group and like. One of the people is just kind of signals her like, "Get the fuck out." It's the and the the wife of the, the rich older old lady. Man. Yeah, yeah. waves her out here. So like, yeah, you should go. You should go. <laughs> yeah, they're like fucking go, because uh, at that point everybody has just accepted their fate. She gets on a boat and Ray finds dresses them all up as s'mores. Puts little the marshmallow <laughs> vests and the little chocolate hat. Yeah, because yep. his final his final thing is about how the s'mores the single most repulsive food. <laughs> But somehow, when cooked, becomes amazing. Uh, and then he lights everybody on fire, including himself and his staff. And Anya Taylor-Joy is just on the boat, watching it happen, eating the burger. Eating her burger. Yep. Yeah. And so, like, perfect ending. So nihilistic. So so mean. But again, the movie knew, like, all we have to do is save this one person. Yeah, it's not that mean. Like it's 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 definitely a black comedy. Um, it's a black comedy, yeah. But like that, that, that's that's the thing. It's not in the end. It's not mean because it saves the one person that we're like. You need right. to save this one person. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's certain like obviously, yeah, like these people aren't so horrible that they all deserve to die. Except maybe Nicholas Holt. Like he's a genuine maniac in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he's uh, he's in on it. He's the yeah, character they, Nicholas they Holt up, always so he, plays. Yeah, when he hangs himself, she feels nothing because why yeah, would she? Why would she? She just uh, met him. She, yeah, yeah, and he tried to kill her. Yeah, yeah. No, no one, no one deserves to die. Obviously, especially John Leguizamo. Right, just <laughs> but, paging Doctor Sunshine. <laughs> I mean, that's the point. Ray Fiennes is not a good guy, but no, you—he's he's a madman. Yeah, yeah, but you know where it came from. That's what it is. Is that you? It's like it's that feeling of like exasperation. Uh, that if you've ever worked at a restaurant, you're like, I just want to burn this place to the ground. And it's th- that. It's that. And I think John Leguizamo's character, like him and his assistant, 
are important to be in the movie to remind the audience that you're not supposed to be on Ray Fine's side either. Like you're exactly. su- you're supposed to be looking at him under the same microscope that all of these people are, like taking the piss out yeah. of him as well. Yeah, exactly, because it takes everything we're saying uh what I think what it does really well is it puts because I think you could mistakenly say like ah yeah fuck those rich people fuck that critic you know fuck those text bros and what it's trying to do is say look at how trivial it all is all his problems with these people are all on the scale of just not liking an actor's performance where it's like yeah who is Ray Fiennes to judge these people either and the old the old guy because he can't remember what he ate here last time it's like all right yeah exactly (laughs) so it's to it, it is to show that Ray Fiennes is just as fucking hypocritical or just as wrong yeah. as all of, all of these people, you know? Yeah, just as um, up his own ass and yeah. wor- worthy of, of getting roasted. Yeah. But, God damn it, I love it when he pulls Nicholas Holt into the kitchen. <laughs> when he's like <sighs> clumsily chopping up like a leek and like shallots and stuff and Ray finds like, oh, this is a new uh, dicing technique that we have previously been ignorant of. Because he's just yeah. chopping the vegetables just like an asshole. Him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this movie, hot damn. Like, uh it's uh I don't know. It, I, I actually was in a bad mood last night going into this movie and I left in such a good mood. Oh uh, <laughs> it was such a delightful movie. <laughs> I had a dingleberry sitting directly next to me who would not stop making the dumbest, most obvious jokes. Uh, to his to his girlfriend sitting next to him and also just repeating what the movie was saying uh what an asshole yeah oh shit so at one Uh, point at one point i had to embarrass him in front of his uh, girl did you (laughs) i mean all i said was hey buddy could you keep your voice down oh okay and he was like so stricken after that oh that's amazing dude didn't say a peep after that good 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 Fuck that guy. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, 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 I took the tactful route. I was sort of inspired by the movie. I almost asked him how old he was, but I didn't. <laughs> I've been, I, there's a few times where I've almost turned to someone being like, Hey, we're not here to see you. Yeah, we're here to is, see the movie. This isn't a talent show, buddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, do you think all these people came here to listen to you? Uh, no, they didn't. You know, you know, you can be quiet for longer than yeah. 10 seconds at a time. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so yeah, no, anyway. I had the same experience where it was like the first like 20 minutes of this movie, it was like, man, because uh, it wasn't, you know, because this person was also just speaking at a normal volume. So it was like, I was like missing dialogue too. So like, right. this is going to be a miserable experience. But like, the movie is so fucking good that. Yeah, it's it, too uh, good. It broke through all of that. Yeah, that's how it felt, where I was just like, man, I forgot about all my worries. This movie, because that's the thing, above all else, this movie's fun. I, w- I, I, I don't like, you know, we usually like critique the movie. Uh, I would say it's really hard for me to have a critique. This is one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's, there's nothing... I didn't. I think I didn't notice anything as I was watching it. Like a lot of times, you know, because you know what that's what we do. We make our little our little critical uh, notes. Yeah. Uh, but like nothing jumped out at me while I was watching it, and I've had, you know, not too much time to sit with it because that's the premise of the show. Uh, right. But uh, I don't feel like the the longer I sit with it, I'm really gonna find like I don't 
have any issue with this movie. It's super efficient. It's yeah. It's it's articulates its themes would, incredibly clearly and well. It's fucking fun. The performances are great. Like I don't. Yeah, I think the, the you writing make an is argument. good. The writing yeah. is good. Yeah, you could make an argument that takes a little long to get to the first big beat. Uh, I don't know. But I was having so much fun during that time. It's you it's, know what I mean. It's also fairly short. It's like an hour forty. Yeah, and, and so I, it didn't like when it ended. I was like, oh shit, it ended. <laughs> like, I think oh okay. With when when Elsa um is taking them on the tour of the grounds in the first like ten ish minutes. Uh, like you mentioned, there's like a cult feeling to it, so you sort of start to get like a uh, midsummer feeling. Like even their little smoke yeah. chat kind of looks like the church in midsummer. So like right off the bat, even though it does maybe take a little time to get to the first sinister beat in the actual meal, like the movie's letting you know right off the bat that something here is off. Well, that's um, yeah, that's what makes it kind of brilliant to use the chef setting is that you know it's a little off, but you you also know like okay, the yes chef stuff like there's apparently this culture in kitchens. So like if you don't know too much about kitchens, you don't know what's weird and what isn't, and mm-hmm. some of it is not weird. Uh, and so like they that that is part of because by the time they start killing, you don't you don't say wait a second, I don't believe this. You you're like yeah. Yeah, like, there's clearly something fucking wrong here. So yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of like dinner conversation shit like that. But again, it all kind of serves the plot, and I wouldn't change it. Um, I'm trying to imagine like, like this is one of those things that's like if you didn't, if you don't like the humor, maybe you wouldn't like the movie because it lives and dies by so much of the humor, you know. But I'm not here to try to find things wrong with the movie. Yeah, and it's not like our the premise of our show is not to sit and like, all right, let's no, figure but, out what's wrong with this movie. <laughs> no, but uh, the reason I'm doing this is because I want to demonstrate how much I liked this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how good it is where it's it's like testing, it's like testing like a, like a infomercial tape by slapping it on like the fucking waterfall or whatever. Like I'm like, this shit holds, yeah. you know, like even if I try it, it uh, I can't, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I just really like this movie. I want to see it again in theaters. Like I came home and I was like, Hannah, we, we got to go see that movie again. <laughs> I do kind of uh, want to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. This is for me. Like, uh, I, I haven't seen many movies more than once in theaters, everything everywhere. I saw more than once. Uh, and this will probably be the other one. Uh, yeah, this is in this. I don't know. This is at least in my top three for the year. It's, it's quite uh, good. It's quite yeah. good. I really liked it. Yeah. I was into it. This was great. Yeah, it's a, it's a blast. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a blast. Um, go see it if you haven't. You shouldn't have listened to this. Yeah, but I mean, it's know, still it's, it's still definitely worth seeing, even if you know what happens. Yeah, it is absolutely it's worth <laughs> supporting. It's the performances are amazing. Um, it's just. I, 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 I guess the, the thing that really impressed me still is like the, the efficiency of the writing, too, mm-hmm. is the fact that they didn't have to put a bunch of moving pieces in this. The, 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 the conflict is all based on people. It's all performance. Like, I know why this type of script, Ray Fiennes looked at it and said, oh, I need to be in this, you know, oh, yeah. where it's like the, these are such juicy fucking roles and the, the entire uh the the entire plot and conflict and the way the characters get out of it is all based on just people and that's i don't know that's rare like they like a lesser film would have created a situation where Anya Taylor-Joy like stabbed 
Ray finds and ran out and was chased, you know? Yeah. And like the fact that they thought of a creative way to get her out of there that was that was like in line with everything uh, and completely peaceful. Like, that's amazing. You never think in a million years that she's going to get out of it in a peaceful way. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And so, like, they, 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 like I said, it's earned. It's completely in line with what the movie's about. It's just mm, so good. So I don't good. have anything else to say, man. No, that's it. <laughs> just how awesome this movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. I guess we'll plug our Thank you, our chums. Yeah, thank you, you, ch- you chummy chums, you chummy <laughs> chum chums. Uh, I'll use this moment to say we're not going to have a hype cast this week because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Um, uh, good, yeah. Go see the menu for Thanksgiving. Actually, that that works. It ties in. Yeah. Yep. And uh, check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed. G A M E F U L O Y Unemployed. Uh, we have exclusive podcasts on there for just $5 a month. $5. You get access to Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. We also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, we just watched the Triple X movies. We sure so did. So that's what you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, check it out. We also have a store. Uh, head over to GameFleetEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, so uh, slap your, your, your fine dining peepers on that. Yeah, and you know what? Hmm. Get a tattoo of our logo. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Why not? What's get, stopping you? Get, get it laser engraved onto a tortilla. <laughs> yeah yes and then eat it and then and, eat it and start a fire yep. legally don't start a fire but you could start a fire in your legally mind speaking you can't close your eyes and think about a fire yeah 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 think about a fire i'm satisfied with that good compromise <laughs>